Thanks for downloading this episode of the Jock to Jock podcast presented by Rock 108 and sponsored by I'm on Communications. Experience the I'm on difference. I'm Brian Marshall. I'll be joined by Tori Taylor, number nine, your punter for the Iowa football team. Next. Reliable internet service at the speed you need? Sounds great. Now add 24-7 customer service and no data caps? Is this heaven? No, it's Imon. Internet packages as low as $47 per month with speeds up to 1 gig. So you can stream, game, work from home, or have a full house doing all of the above. With Imon, your internet is fast, reliable, and backed by the best customer care. That's the Imon difference. Visit go.imon.net slash radio and switch to Imon today. New residential customers only, not available in all areas. Other conditions apply. So we're back at it on the Jock to Jock podcast here on rock108.com. Brian Marshall, my featured guest. Tori Taylor, hello. Thanks very much for having me on, Brian. Looking forward to it. So Big Ten Special Teams Player of the Week. Let's get it out of the way. I mean, how does that feel for you? (laughs) Oh, I mean, I don't really worry about that stuff too much. It was honestly, I'm really not just saying that. I really don't worry about it at all. It's obviously cool to get some recognition and whatnot, but I'm just glad that we got the win on the weekend and just looking forward to playing Iowa State. But in terms of the whole, I guess, individual accolades and that, it's it's all a bit of a, yeah, it's all a, bit of a joke if you ask me because there's 11 guys out there on the punt unit doing doing their job, so it shouldn't just be me. But um, it is obviously cool to get some sort of recognition, but I don't really worry about it and I'll focus on it. So you were talking the last time, you were talking about gunners and such like that. Why Why is Cooper so good? Why, why do you guys work together so well? Um, well, yeah, Cooper and Terry, they're both just really good good at what they do. Um, but it really just goes back to practice during the week, and that's been something we've been doing uh, for months now and really fortunate enough that those guys, yeah, really enjoy being on the pun unit, really enjoy making plays. And I don't know, they're just extremely um, good athletes that, that go down there and either cause a fair catch or make tackles or um, down the ball. Um, wherever it is and yeah fortunate enough that they're on the punion and they, the thing about those guys is that they're really good football players they're not just cornerbacks or defensive backs or anything like that they're they're football players they, they they can do it all so when you're facing like a south dakota state versus iowa state who's coming up iowa state's rush is a little bit different than south dakota state and you're, you're game planning for that this week right yeah i think um i try not to worry about that too much like okay. i, I kind of get a pretty good understanding of what it's going to be like i look at the film sunday and monday and then don't really look, look at it much more after that just so i get a bit of a feel of what it's like um, heading into the week um, with what sort of looks the scouts and that are going to give and um, what could be coming up the following weekend but i don't want to speak like too highly of myself or anything like that but obviously having a pretty decent game on saturday they're probably going to have a plan for me or something like that to and that and that's fine we're going to have a plan for them too but yeah it's really it was We've both both teams really only played the one game, so it's going to be um, hard to tell um, what each team brings. There was something interesting that I noticed, and I think it was like your second or third punt, where you kind of stopped for a second, kind of took a little bit of a hesitation, and it looked like you were kind of just pausing yeah. for a second. You didn't just go one, two, three, go. You kind of paused, and it looked like you were kind of scanning a little bit. Is that what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, you you pretty much um bang on there. I just kind of knew that in that territory they're not going to rush too much, so I kind of had a little bit more time. And in my peripheral vision, I could kind of see they weren't really coming. So yeah, I just waited for the gunners to get down there, had a look and see see where they were, and yeah, just punted it to them. Basically, it was almost just a pass. You've experienced it at Jack Trice Stadium with fans, but never experienced Iowa Iowa State inside Kinnick, correct? 
Yeah, it's it's quite funny that you ask that because um, it's been four years. So the majority of the team hasn't actually experienced a home game against Iowa State. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really just not me. It's probably the guys in the last that have come in the last three or four years, or even a little bit longer. None of them have experienced the home game um, against Iowa State. So that's even that's another thing that's um, going to be new for us. But I mean, the Hawkeye faithful they bring it every week, and um, really fortunate enough that they're as passionate as they are and yeah they'll be bringing it saturday for sure we really enjoy having them there and we're all excited i've got your oh appreciate it punting is winning sticker and i've got the shirt back at the house already i wore it it's it's my new hawkeye shirt this year uh tell me about your your ties in with ray gun and and punting is winning and everything that's going on with that please yeah, so it would have been about a year ago Ray Gunn reached out and um, had a couple of ideas uh, in terms of, um, first and foremost, they asked if I was interested in doing any NIL stuff, and I just said, oh, no, I can't, sorry. Mm-hmm. And they said, oh, what if we can send the money to charity? And I said, well, yeah, if you want to, like, I'll look into it, and if you've got any ideas, let me know. And they mentioned um, the hospital and counting the kicks, and I thought, well, there's obviously so many um, donations and that go already go to the hospital, but I kind of wanted to go with something a little bit um, smaller. So yeah, decided to go with counting the kicks and yeah, the, the t-shirt design hunting is winning. It really took off. It was kind of one of those things that, um, and I'm really not just saying this. I thought if we can make like a few hundred bucks by the time the season's done and we sell 10 or 15 shirts and that's awesome. Like great. Um, but yeah, it just, it, it was kind of going crazy. Everyone was tagging me stuff on Twitter and Instagram and people were sending me photos and, and all that. And yeah, it just, it meant a lot um, to me and it certainly meant a lot um, to the ladies that count the kicks. Um, and I've become really close with them. I actually had all five ladies at the game last week. Um, so they certainly enjoyed that and it was really nice to have them there as well. But um, yeah, so all the money um, raised from the t-shirts uh, goes to the count the kicks organization, which is a stillbirth prevention uh, organization that basically teaches um, pregnant ladies to essentially count their kicks. Mm. Um, so it's an app whereby it tells you, oh, you should have this many kicks um, in this trimester or this should be happening in that trimester, etc. And yeah, like I said, the, the ladies that started that, they're all ladies that have either lost a child or nearly lost a child. Um, so, and it really just came about that they didn't want that um, to happen to anyone else. And they educated themselves on it and they thought, well, we don't want this to happen to anyone else. What can we do about it? And that's when they found, yeah, count the kicks. And yeah, just, I know they're very grateful for what I do and, and, and all things like that, but really grateful for the support they've given me too. And um, five really nice ladies that come from um, five really nice families. And yeah, fortunate enough that I keep in contact um, with most of them quite regularly. And um, yeah, so while I'm on here, if everyone can go out and, um, purchase a t-shirt and i'm also running another campaign called uh, every kit counts um so yeah if everyone wants to go out there and make a donation to every kit counts or make a pledge um yeah it's it's greatly appreciated by me and um yeah the, and the ladies that count the kicks because um it, it really it really does go a long way and i think i really kind of educated myself on that sort of stuff as well like you kind of see all these non-for-profit things and, and all these charities and things like that. But I never really, um, I knew, I knew what they were kind of about, but I really gained a greater understanding of um, what that money can do and how far it really does go. And was fortunate enough to meet um, a little boy that was saved by counting the kicks. 
um, back in December. So that kind of made me really realize that, wow, what I'm doing and what others are doing and um, just by going out and purchasing a T-shirt uh, can really go a long way. And it's really, um, it's saving lives. So, yeah, like I've said to um, numerous amount of times, really grateful for people going out there and, and purchasing a T-shirt. And, um, yeah, thankful for the guys at Raygun um, for donating the necessary proceeds towards um, yeah, the organization. I know you said here just a few minutes ago that, you know, you're like, oh, that will sell 15, 20 shirts. I don't think it's going to be that little. I think there's a few more that'll go out. Um, yeah. So I think since the, um, since we started making the t-shirts about a year ago, we've raised um, over $20,000 and yes. um, yeah, $15,000 of has gone um, towards the every kit counts um, initiative to and campaign for myself. So yeah, at about just over $35,000 roughly. Um, and yeah, I think, um, well, my biggest goal for the season is to um, obviously keep performing and, and raise $50,000 by the time the season's done. So um, whether we get there or we don't, um, it doesn't really matter too much. But yeah, again, if everyone can go out and, and purchase a t-shirt or uh, make a donation, and whether it's $500 or it's $1, it really doesn't matter. Um, grateful just for everyone getting on board and, and doing what they can um, to help to help our families uh, save lives. Uh, we had talked about on the last episode that your family's going to be in town. And as we're recording right now, you're just a couple hours away from your family. Yeah. Are they in flight now or where are they at? Yeah, they're in flight from uh, Vegas to Chicago. And then, um, yeah, they lay over there a couple of hours, I think. And then, yeah, they'll be on their way. So, yeah see them in a few hours and really excited for that. Um, yeah, looking forward to them getting here. And they'll be here um, for a few weeks, so they'll see a few games, which is, yeah, really exciting for them. I've kind of experienced it now. Um, so, yeah, now, now it's their time. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm sure they're, they're going to enjoy that. What's the time difference again between Melbourne and... and- uh, 15, they're 15 hours ahead. Yeah, so... How, how, do, how do you adjust? Well, I, I mean, I've done the tri- I've done the trip a few times now, mm-hmm. so I'm kind of used to it actually. Whereas the the key is not napping during the day; that's the hardest part. Okay. <laughs> but going back to Australia, it's easier because you get a night flight here, and then you get there in the morning, so it's almost kind of there's a little bit of normality to it. Mm-hmm. Whereas coming here to the US, it's a day flight, so you fly the whole day, and then you basically arrive in the morning. So yeah. <laughs> You almost got to stay up the whole day again. That's the hardest part. No so really, really. got to try and stay up for probably a good oh, 40 hours or so. That's so wild. So it's your mom and dad. And then are your brothers coming or, or how's that? Uh, two, of my, two of my brothers and one of their girlfriends and then my grandparents. So yeah, there'll be seven of them sitting wow. in the stands this week. So yeah, pretty excited for that. That's incredible. And I appreciate you taking a few minutes, you know, with your family coming into town. I, I thought about that as you were performing last week. Um, in what you did and then coming into this week it only feels like you have a, maybe more motivation i don't know i mean i sometimes you're a hard read my friend in, in the fact that you you know you, you talk about consistency but, but i'm trying to figure out what 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 rattles you what motivates you sometimes maybe maybe i don't need to know that <laughs> that's half um i i think the biggest thing is obviously making my family and that proud of me but um, my biggest motivation is really just my teammates and um, doing doing the best um, for them. Um, I think like I just really don't ever want to let them down, and um, I think that's really something that I really focus on because we're we're the ones out there working hard, not not even just on three hours on a Saturday. This all this starts back in the middle of January. 
Yeah. Um, cause we really only get two weeks off in January and then a couple of weeks off in May and the rest of the time we're in the facility um, doing what we need to do to, to get ready. So yeah, that's the biggest um, motivating factor for me is just, um, first and foremost, just being with my teammates and, um, doing everything I can, um, for them and just help us win. And I'm a pretty competitive person and I just love winning as well. Do you know what I mean? It, it's just fun. Like winning's fun. It's, I know it all sounds pretty cliche, but that's just really the truth. What's your go-to meal during game week? Oh, I don't. Oh, that's a that's a good question, actually. Okay. Because I usually I usually eat at football Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then Thursday. And they um, and they cater specialty, right? They, that, is that how they work? Yeah. 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 They they cater everything. So usually like steaks and chicken and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it really depends. And then on the Friday, we're obviously in the hotel, so I'll um I'll have two pieces of steak, two pieces of bread, and then some vegetables or and whatnot. And yeah, that that's about it, really. But with with your parents coming in for the next couple of weeks, you had mentioned um that you you had some dishes from home. Can those dishes be be prepared here in the states properly? Oh, I'm sure they could, but I'm not going to ask that of my mum or, really? or anything like that. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm really not a fu- Yeah, I'm not a fussy eater at all, to be honest. <laughs> um, she's bringing me a lot of candy, and that's all I care about. So, so what kind of uh, Australian candy is there? Because I'm sure that there's some of them that aren't over here. I'm a big licorice and chocolate person, and it's just yeah, licorice and chocolate is so much better in Australia, and um, I feel like it might drive people nuts when I say that but it really just is like I've experienced both and like I said I'm not a fussy eater I don't think I'm biased or anything like that but right really if you just put an Australian piece of chocolate and an American piece of chocolate I just enjoy the Australian one more is it uh, a U.S. version sweeter is it I really couldn't tell you it's just there's okay. something about it that's just it's yeah it's not as good but in saying that there's American stuff here that I um, thoroughly enjoy a lot more than um, Australian stuff it really just depends like for example, cereals like cereals here are way better here in America than Australia. I'm a big cereal person, so yeah, I love my cereal. You got Quaker and, and General Mills sitting essentially in your backyard right now. Are you a fan of like any of the Captain Crunch or Crunch Berries, anything like that? It's funny. It's funny you asked that because I was telling my little brother about that. He's like, "Should I get some Captain Crunch?" And I said, "I don't really like that." Okay. So yeah, I'm not the big, biggest Captain Crunch guy. I'm more a cinnamon toast crunch guy. Okay, I'm good with that too. I mean, that's, that's yeah, really good stuff, man. Um, any other cereals that you're into? Uh, Frosted Flakes. <laughs> See, it's these hard hitting questions. I've got to make sure that we cover on the yeah, Jack, the Jack rice, cr- rice Krispies. Um, the chocolate Rice Krispies, they're good too. Yeah, pretty simple, not too complex cereals, but yeah, simple cereals for a simple man, I suppose. <laughs> There's the tagline for the episode, simple, serious, man. So in the last episode at the Marshall exchange program, I asked if I got off the flight, I'm in Australia. What's one thing that you would teach me right away? He said, don't be afraid of the snakes and spiders. What I thought this time is let's say we go out and we're going to go grab a drink. Is there a particular beer? Is there a particular place? Where's some good, good spots to go hang out in Australia. Well, first and foremost, we call it the pub. So I would take you to the pub. Gotcha. Let's go to let's go to the pub for a few beers. And I feel like while you're in Australia, you gotta you gotta have some of the local stuff. Okay. So where where I'm from, there's a beer called Victoria Bitter. So I'm from Melbourne, Victoria. 
So I really feel like you'd have to have a Victoria bitter. But so we, we call it a VB. A VB, okay. Yeah, yeah, you can get it in a can, a glass bottle, or just in a glass. We call it a pot. Do you guys serve it at room temperature like they do in Europe? No, no. Oh, no. They do that here? But in Europe, they serve it at some of it at room temperature. Do you know that? No. Yeah, that's moronic, if you ask me. <laughs> um, no, you got to have it cold. Have, have to have it cold. All right. Like, that makes me sick that people have it that way. You haven't been out on the tailgate site where people, you know, sometimes their cooler runs out of ice and they'll drink whatever, you know. Oh, I kind of get that. But, I mean, geez, if a restaurant or hotel or pub or something, the restaurant is is offering mildly warm beer, like, pull your head in. <laughs> I'm, not pay- I'm not paying for that. I'll tell you that right now. That's right. Victoria Bitter. I like this. Yeah. Any VB. Other- yeah, VB. Got it. Yeah. You got to have a VB. Um I feel like there's a couple of like pale ale. I'm a. I like my pale ale. I like my ale. So, ah, uh, God. Uh, yeah, I would say you got to have a VB. You probably got to have a um, Coach Woods, my strategy teams coordinator. He's had a. He's had a VB. I think he may have tried one. I'm not too sure. It's kind of. It's a bit more of an acquired taste. I was about to say you almost got to grow up, grow up with it, but it's probably not good growing up drinking. So you probably got to have it a few times, right. um, to see whether you like it or not. But um, there's also another beer called Carlton Draft. Is that local to Melbourne then? Yes. Okay. Uh, Carlton Draft can be found nationwide, but Victoria Bitter VB, majority family in, um, found in, in Melbourne. What about mixed drinks in Australia at the pub? Does that exist or no? Like what? Uh, vodkas and, and, oh, right. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a rum and coke or a bourbon and coke. Like if I was to go out, I would get like a rum and coke or something like that. Okay. Um, but I'm not, a, I'm really. People aren't going to believe me when I say this because I'm talking about alcohol, but I'm actually not a big drinker at all. So yeah. I'm probably the wrong person to ask. No, um, you gave me what I needed for, for this right now. Now, I'm not going to say, you know, let's go get completely hammered out at a location. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Something good to know, at least for this uh, edition of the Marshall Exchange program. Hey, as we're wrapping up, let's go back to the every kick counts one more time. Uh, you said yeah. you're looking for people to donate to that. What What's the best way for P1 Nation and those that are listening to donate to every kick counts? Yeah, so really probably the easiest way is um, I've posted a couple of times on Twitter. Or if you literally just type in every kick counts, Tory Taylor, um, the campaign website will come up and people will be able to make donations to my page. And um, yeah, again, if I can really just push um, people to, yeah, just make a um, small little donation, however big or small they want to. It really just does um, go a long way. And um, I'm, I'm honestly really, really grateful for it. Because like I said, we're just over uh, $35,000 since um, when we began it last year. And if we can get to $50,000, um, yeah, it'll be such a great achievement. Yeah, I'm really hoping that um, comes to fruition. And as we mentioned here earlier in the episode, you can get your Punting is Winning stickers your punting is winning shirts. Those are available at Raygun locations and online through Raygun. And that also benefits the Count the Kicks program, correct? Yes. Yeah, so every kick counts. All the money from that goes to the Count the Kicks organization as well. So they're all all in sync and they're all linked up. So, yeah, if we can get to $50,000 by the end of the year, um, it'll be such a great achievement. Tori Taylor. He's our featured guest here on the Jock to Jock podcast. Anything else you want to tell the fans before you – Go off against Iowa State this week. Yeah, just uh, know that obviously last week um, we won. Obviously, it wasn't our best game, but 
yeah, this week it's um we're really just going to go out there and um, try our hardest, battle hard, and um, we're really excited for, for a great game and uh, in-state rivalry, you really can't go wrong. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Jock to Jock podcast presented by Rock 108 and sponsored by Imon Communications. Experience the Imon difference. Reliable internet service at the speed you need? Sounds great. Now add 24-7 customer service and no data caps? Is this heaven? No, it's Imon. Internet packages as low as $47 per month with speeds up to 1 gig so you can stream, game, work from home, or have a full house doing all of the above. With Imon, your internet is fast, reliable, and backed by the best customer care. That's the Imon difference. Visit go.imon.net slash radio and switch to Imon today. New residential customers only. Not available in all areas. Other conditions apply.